0: Good morning, morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Friday. It's Friday, Friday. Got to get down on Friday. Ugh, nothing feels
1: as good as saying that. Oh my no, god. You just got to get it out. Wow, what a really long, hard, torturous week, I want to say, and I'm glad to be putting it behind us. It was it's just, an okay week for me. It's been a rough one for me physically. I feel like every day of the week I woke up with a new ailment, and today I actually I'm feeling good and I'm sort of switching up my morning routine to include Water, Juliana, wow. i drinking a lot of water. By the way, I'm
0: so glad you brought that up because I have really been into, you know, testing out different seltzers and like really finding the best. And excuse me, there's a hair in my seltzer. Um, I am now into lemon LaCroix. Le- Le LaCroix. Le Not LaCroix. Christian Lacroix?
1: It's however you want to say it, I think. Well,
0: I heard it's made in Wisconsin. And I think how
1: you say it says a lot about you. Yeah. So tread lightly. Yeah,
0: it's made in Wisconsin. It's LaCroix, like 1,000%. But I might just be annoying and be LaCroix. And this is very good. I actually, for a while, had a lot of, you know hesitation about drinking seltzer in a can but I tried lemon bubbly and that was excellent
1: so I'm just on this journey you know very very nice yeah Yeah. I just I'm starting to drink water before my two coffees so like Um, now I'm on the coffee grind but like I had water as I did my makeup and like I do feel like it's better for everything about my life to have some water seltzer's water right So I think your body like categorizes it as water, but there's nothing like good old water, Juliana. I actually couldn't agree less. Like water's disgusting and I will do everything in my
0: power to get my daily water without actually just drinking like a glass of water. Like,
1: I will literally get a bottle of water I had a glass and put of crystal water. light in it. Like I, I will a... get seltzer. I just won't. No, those things are good. And I think throughout the day they're good. But, like, you should drink, I believe, some straight up water. See, I just, I can't do it. You don't do have it. to. But my body was starting to break down. They were saying, like, you must drink some water. So I'm switching things up. Hopefully it goes well because the way that I felt this week, like I, never again. I can't, I can't never do again. that. I can't do that.
0: We have an amazing show for you guys today, mostly because Taylor Swift's new album is out and I have done the work um, as much as I could do in you know, the short period of time. And I'm just like, feeling overwhelmed by everyone, like, already putting out their rankings. Like, chill. These things take time. I'm going to talk about some of my feelings, the music video. We have a Southern Charm recap.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, And just the... Uh, there is a lot of things to discuss to round out the week. And I feel like there has just been a lot going on this week. It's been a hilarious week to be a toaster, really. Like, there's yeah. just been so much funny stuff. So many IJs. So many IJs.
0: Oh, and... You know, this is
1: bittersweet. Next week is our last week of shows before our winter break. La- Next week are the last shows of 2020, you guys. Thank the Lord. Yes. I- I'm so excited thank to put the Lord. this all behind us. But
0: as we leave you, you know, into the new year, I just think it's really important that we all set our expectations. Like, when we wake up on January 1st, like things are not going to be better. you no. know. but
1: like I think that everyone is committed that once that calendar year changed, just like, you know, j- January, you have your resolutions, you're going to the gym. Like I think everyone is committed to like trying to make things better in the yeah. new year.
0: But I just think some of us, like the lazier people like me, like we're thinking we're going to wake up and like concert, you know, there's going to be no. something every no. day. And it's not, it's still going to be like 2020 vibes in terms of, what's actually going on in the world. So just level your expectations For sure, all I, just I think it's,
1: it's a new leaf. Uh, it, at one point during this year, like it became clear that 2020 was a wash. You yes. know, I think it was like April and it's like things aren't happening until 2021. So no, yes. not everything's going to change overnight, but there is some optimism that comes with 2021. There's vaccines that are getting approved. Mm-hmm. And I just, it'll be hopefully a different vibe. And I just, I look forward to putting this year in the past.
0: So do I. And all the weight I've gained and all the misery, just Bye. Don't know you. Don't know you. Goodbye. Good day, sir. Oh, and I'm actually having deja vu because last year I was like so excited for the new year and then it became January and I was like, oh my God, like I'm... Filming my special and recording the beacon this month, and like it all just happened like so fast, and I wasn't ready. And now I'm in a similar position because like it seems like my book is like really far away, but actually, come the new year, like it's right around the corner.
1: Yeah. No, I saw Tyler Cameron. Not to bring up like another first time author. Wow. But he announced yeah, his book I know, yesterday, I and his, he looks like such a cutie on the cover. Coming out in July, and I'm like, that's a long time away. That like, is a long yours time feels away. Around the corner compared yeah. to his. Well, now
0: we're in a six week countdown, and I've started a little series on my Instagram stories if you haven't checked it out, revealing something about the book every week until the book comes out and yesterday I revealed the chapters I saw and I'm thinking you know I don't know maybe I'll take suggestions for what to reveal it's you know me it's like I'm so excited and I have such a hard time like holding she's gonna read the whole book no I have such a hard time holding anything and I'm like look at this joke I wrote on page 45 like I'm so what's the word it's like impatient
1: Yeah, you're just excited. I'm excited too. So
0: like, I have to tread really lightly in my reveals because like, I might actually give away the whole book. Do you
1: know what some of the other reveals are going to be, or you're you're figuring out as you go?
0: I'm going to do a dramatic reading of all the blurbs on the back. Okay. I am going to do like a an excerpt. Okay, that's what I was going to suggest. But like. Not like a crazy one, you know. I'm like I want to go to the best page and read the best excerpt, but no, I'm going to read like a little excerpt. There's something telling, yeah. And then maybe like a little Q and I I don't know. I haven't decided yet, but I'm, I think I'm definitely going to do the reveal of the back next week.
1: Okay, that's that's all well and good. Yeah. Have you? Oh, I guess it
0: shows on Goodreads
1: how many pages it is. That's oh yes, but there's some
0: logistical questions like how many pages? Is there a photo insert? And you know, you might have to tune into my Instagram stories to find out. Is there a photo insert? Yes. Am I in any photos? Yes. There's a fabulous photo of us from camp.
1: Young. Um, I would say like Teenage... Like Camp Toast or Camp no, Camp? No, no, Camp Camp. Like okay, Camp cool, years. Fat cool, Camp. Because
0: cool. there's a lot in the book about Fat Camp. You can learn all more about it in my book at com slash book. If you're in the U.S. or Canada, all the links are there. And if you're in another country, I would just suggest using your Amazon and searching Girl With No Job book. But, um, that's as much as I can help you. I don't think we have, like, a ton of international...
1: I don't know. We're so global. Like, it's we're, crazy. No,
0: I mean, we're in Canada. Like, we're global as Actually, fuck. when we
1: got those Spotify insights for, yes. um... They give you, like, for podcasters, they give you the back end of, like, growth and information. And, okay, we grew a lot in the United Kingdom this year, I just want to say. So, to our British toasters, good day, sir. Is Ireland in the United Kingdom? It's part of the kingdom. Yeah, it's part of the kingdom yeah, vibes. It, yes, it's part of the kingdom vibes. This is you know know, our it,
0: kingdom. It is very confusing. Okay, thank you. Like, Wales is part of the United Kingdom. Yes. And Wales just gives me Irish vibes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no. Okay. Or yeah. Scotland? Scotland. Because the Queen is always staying in Scotland.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scotland
0: is... And their
1: police force is Scotland Yards. England? Scotland, Scotland,
0: England, Scotland, and Wales, and... Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland are all part of the United Kingdom. Yes. Is what... You m- could see how that would be confusing for no. us. Yeah, but I guess, like, in order to be the United Kingdom, it has to be a U- United... Of kingdoms. kingdoms, but they're
1: saying Southern Ireland isn't... Oh, how fascinating! Right? Or Eastern? You know, I've
0: got to get to Ireland. You know, I was supposed to go to Ireland this year. I would love to see the Northern Lights. That's not Ireland. I was supposed it's to.
1: Greenland. It's Greenland. It's in one of the. Lins. Finland?
0: No, it's Reykjavik, Iceland. Uh, Linds, um, it's in. It's Iceland. in the But yes, I was supposed to go to Scotland this year for a wedding. I just going to say
1: Ireland and Iceland are one letter off, just one letter. Yes, but pronunciation wise, like they couldn't be more different. I'm visualizing them. So, That's how I got confused. I've been
0: trying to tell you for like an hour that I was supposed to go to Ireland this year
1: to go to a wedding, but
0: alas. That's was so t-
1: funny. I once got an email to go on, like, an influencer trip to Reykjavik, I think. Shut up. And it, w- it was, like, so influ- – like, it wasn't – I don't think it was, like, a legitimate influencer yeah. trip. Um, but I was tempted because I was, like, yeah. I really actually
0: want to go there. The thing is, though, that, like – and. TBG taught me this because he's seen that the Northern Lights, you know, like a hundred times. Um, you can actually go all the way to the journey and the Northern Lights like not come out. So imagine if you went on that like treacherous trip with like a bunch of influencers <laughs> and the lights like didn't even show up that night. Yeah. And I did hear that like certain nights in Alaska, you can see the Northern Lights. So like, I think I would try that first. Just Reykjavik like, sounds so far.
1: Yeah. We'll try Alaska first. And I feel like Alaska is good vibes. For sure. I've seen the proposal. It looks amazing. Yes. I... Have not seen the that epi- the movie, the movie. With Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock. You're missing out. No, no, I was in the
0: movie theater. Um, I just like don't remember like nothing from the movie theater. Like went into my brain. Stuck with you, Betty White. No, like, I know they danced around the fire. Like I know the the like the basics, but I've seen the movie and I could not tell you one thing that it's about.
1: Okay, well, it takes place in Alaska. Quite beautiful. I think that's like the only popular movie that's ever taken place in Alaska. What about Looking for Alaska? Uh, it's Isn't a that show. a TV show. Yeah, and, and I, I don't think
0: it takes. Her name I, is Alaska.
1: Yeah. So, um, semantics. Okay. So I feel like we've you know circled
0: the drain. I just want to talk about Evermore.
1: Um. Oh, fine, Evermore. fine, fine. We'll be talking about Evermore forevermore. Evermore. But without further ado, and before we talk about Evermore forevermore, here are the fast sized stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. <laughs>
0: And very appropriately, since we will be talking about music you need to drink wine with, today's episode is brought to you by Usual Wines. Wines for the modern drinker, where each bottle is 6.3 ounces, which is a heavy pour or about a glass and a half of wine. So there's no more pouring wine down the sink when you don't finish the bottle. Because of the single-serve format and the bottle design, Usual Wines are always fresh, so you'll have no more flat bubbly or stale rosé. The wines are low-carb and have zero grams of sugar. They have a red blend, a rosé, and a sparkling white wine called Brut. They also have a limited production Brut rosé just for the summer usual wines are made from world-class american viticultural areas in california like napa sonoma santa barbara so places that kardashians go is or where the usual wines are made and that's pretty much like all you need to know about their quality like they're a plus um so the concept of just having wine glasses uh bottles of wine that are 6.3 ounces is so smart because sometimes i just feel like it's so wasteful to open a bottle of wine if you're by yourself and like you're not going to drink the whole thing mm-hmm. um And so now's a great time to try Usual Wines because they have a special holiday product called the Usual Reserve. It's ultra-premium, limited-edition Mount Videre Cabernet Sauvignon usual reserve is their most special wine yet just in time for the holidays hailing from one of the most celebrated plots of land in all of napa this cabernet sauvignon is concentrated and rich with just enough grip gift it to someone special or keep it all to yourself this holiday season go check out the website at usualwines.com and use our discount code toast for eight dollars off your first order and try your first glass on us the website is www.usualwines.com. Our discount code is TOAST for $8 off your first order to try your first glass on us.
1: Love it. Okay, first story, Evermore is here. Taylor Swift's ninth studio album dropped last night along with a, her single and the accompanying music video for Willow. So I'm seeing like everyone like posting like
0: rankings like this is and, and it's just what's the rush? These are true, like, works of art. They need to be unpacked. And, you know, it's like, I have this thing. I don't know if it's anyone else. Like, when I hear a brand new song for the first time, it literally goes in my brain, like...
1: In one ear, out the other. Like, gibberish. Like,
0: I'm like, is this even English? Like, it just, it doesn't make, it doesn't register. So I need time with it. And I'm not gonna, like, people are just so hasty. But of course, there there are songs that automatically stand out. And if anyone cares, here are mine. Long story short, has a nice beat. Next up, I think might be my favorite, is Ivy, because the chorus has a choir. And it's like, when you have a choir, you're automatically just
1: better better than everyone else. Um, no Body, No Crime. So that is the hang... I know what it is. I listened to the album. Oh, okay. I, um, I was just in the middle of Evermore when I had to turn it off to leave, but... The Haim one, like, was good because I was liking the folksy beat. But, like, to me, it was just a ripoff of all his money could never save Jenny from the devil living in his eye. It was the same song So as that Carrie Underwood Nobody song. No
0: Crime is so good. And I can't believe that it's a Haim collab. But um, it was made better by the fact that I didn't even hear Haim on it, like, for one second. They don't actually have their own part. I in the beginning. I think they're, like, like um, harmonizers. The yeah, or something. Like, they're not... It's not like Bonnie Vare, like he gets his own verse and bridge. Like they're just really like background singers. Um, and I loved the song. It gives me, before he cheats vibes, it gives me Martha Divine vibes. Like, I'm gonna kill my daddy's lover. Like that whole vibe. And I just, I loved it. I loved it. I think that it's a very, it's it's country, obviously. It's like the 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 songwriting element. But it gives me more like, um I don't know, like a, I don't know what the right genre word I'm looking for is. But it's like, maybe it's like, 70s country it's not like pop country i just loved it and there's a harmonica in it and whenever taylor puts a harmonica in a song like it's automatically fabulous a la betty so i like that one a lot i
1: like it's just it's church bells it is um it's jenny it's, it's the story definitely of jenny. harking
0: back to her well it's not the story of jenny it's the story of
1: no no this song you're not hearing what i'm saying Isla? no i know what you're saying you're trying to say taylor's with copied and i'm just saying she didn't I, I, but it's not a cop like it doesn't necessarily mean copy people are inspired just like she said how she was inspired by literally that. American all-American girl when she was like talking about how she likes in country music yeah did she like, name all-American no but she's ta- like that's the song well, so no. I, I, I appreciate when people like take inspiration from other things but it just reminded me too much of Jenny Um, And then the final one that I really liked was Willow,
0: which was the, I believe, the lead single, the one she released a um, music video for. And I really liked the music video. It definitely gave me Volturi Twilight vibes. Um, And I liked, you know, all the metaphors, you know, that one single thread of gold tied me to you and she's following the single thread of gold the entire time. It was really quite beautifully done. And I really do feel like the first album and the second album, Folklore and Evermore, are definitely linked. And once I have more time to like learn and study and read the lyrics like we'll be able to find some more connections but they definitely feel like one whole album
1: well also the music video is like a sequel to the cardigan music video yes no
0: but i'm talking about just like the album in general in terms of like vibe rhythm lyrics messaging i definitely feel like this was really meant to be like one whole album you know yeah
1: but also just the notion that she's telling stories that aren't her own like which is what she talked about and i guess if she hadn't put out that disney plus thing
0: we wouldn't it have understood. It would be
1: understood. harder to decipher ever more, but now just seeing it all through that vein of like she's really enjoying like not just writing her autobiographical yeah. songs. Um, so I think it's it's pretty cool. And I think that's why she named the
0: original album Folklore because that's just like passing down stories, not necessarily your own. Yeah. And yeah, so there's a song on... Um, on evermore i like can never remember the name of the album evermore um, about her grandma which is really really sweet and we learned from the disney plus special that there was a song about her grandfather on the previous album so it's just really it's spectacularly done i really i haven't listened yet those are some of my you know standouts but it's important to keep in mind when i first listened to folklore I I, i think i skipped piece i was like i don't get this song these are pieces of art. They require time. Don't rush to get like your Instagram story, you know, screenshot of your notes, like ranking up. Sounds Take like you're your time. talking to the snitch. No. Oh. Well, you, you really want to know who I'm talking about? Yeah. So I follow, <laughs> I follow, like, this is no shade at all, but like, I just couldn't believe how fast he got it up. I follow Feidelberg from Barstool. He's like the biggest Taylor Swift fan and he does like such funny content. And this morning I woke up and he had a screenshot of his notes giving like a score. I'm like, Federberg how? How? And he gave Nobody No Crime like a B minus. Like, are you serious? So well, he, he the, just so hasn't listened to it The enough. only
1: way you could have your ranking out is if you haven't slept since the album came out and you've just been listening to it That's, on repeat since then. I
0: guess. But like even then, you have to sit with them. You have to listen to and it on a train in your home. Like you have to experience it outside, inside. Like I just... I. I think like rankings that come out l- literally less than 24 hours is insane. I think you, everyone gets at least a week.
1: Yeah. Also, you have to like realize which songs get stuck in your head and you're humming to yourself. And then like they just become a part of your daily life. You, you need time. Yes. So time, I just, curious time. Oh, wait, I like
0: what you did there. I just want to stress enough. Like there was absolutely no shade. Like big Fidelberg girl over here. I just couldn't believe what I was. You are feeling wo-
1: overwhelmed. I feel like you're just feeling overwhelmed. <sighs>
0: I'm so overwhelmed, and like, I feel like
1: there's there is like this culture within the Swifties of like you know who's going to be the Swiftiest and who's going to like who's going to get their rankings up first and who's going to set the tone for what's the best song on the album against me and what the Swifties are going to like really are going to be like the favorite Swiftie songs. Yeah, no, and like
0: I'm just on my own journey, right? And I just no shade to anyone, like everyone, do what you feel is right. You can't be comparing yourself to other people. You I know? know. I'm just overwhelmed.
1: I understand. But I it's understand. such a
0: good album. Like, really, thank you, Taylor, for giving us this experience. We're just, we're so, you know, I could have been born, you know, anytime. But I was born in the same lifetime as Taylor Swift. And I just think, like, there's a reason.
1: I do. Okay, that's beautiful. <laughs> thanks Um, okay ready for our next story we actually have some great stories today and this is just a beautiful story a beautiful love story unfolding before our eyes Morgan Stewart Sport Morgan Stewart Sport but it sounds like she's like a hyphenated name Morgan Stewart Sport yes Morgan Stewart Sport McGraw has married Jordan (laughs) McGraw um, at home she posted a photo of their ceremony against a Jeff Lethem designed flower wall she said I do to Jordan in a white Chanel gown sickening whilst pregnant Like I was in a car or something when I got this
0: information and I just my the first thought that popped into my head is like damn I've done nothing with my ear like gained weight been an animal like you know found myself in some trouble and like Morgan Stewart's just over here like doing the most you know like making a life for herself and I'm, I'm so happy for her. She's building a life for herself this year. Yeah and you know it's like I kind of love this trend of like small weddings and even though like it looked so sickening. I'm sure the budget was outrageous because they had this like little dinner with the family afterwards. And like that flower wall by Jeff leatham couldn't have cost less than $20,000. But like, I don't know. I kind of love this, this like trend of like understated, like simple, all about the love weddings. Yeah, no, so do I. It's like- For other people. Everyone, like for me, I liked my big wedding. No, but
1: it's like everyone is choosing love yeah. over- all the glitz and the glam and i think it's a really nice trend i agree and especially and i
0: feel like before corona like we were all so caught up like so fast material items like yada 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 and now it's like we're just back to like the simple things and the things that matter and and we'll get into it but that's how i really felt about austin and madison like madison learning over like quarantine like this is fun but like this is not what i need for my long-term life you know yeah and it's
1: like we're all just learning these lessons about like what's important and i just love this I absolutely love this. I really didn't expect this. I hadn't really thought about it, but I didn't expect it. And so I just, some unexpected love unfolding before our eyes. We absolutely love to see it. Like Jordan McGraw is like, so lucky like he gets to hang out with morgan stewart and, and like, just like live laugh with her. and like listen to her opinions and like laugh and like and, be like, entertained and like I that's feel like how our husbands must feel about us right? yeah
0: for sure <laughs> <laughs> definitely like, i actually i i was you know
1: our husbands were hanging out and i actually overheard your husband say that to my husband and like, my husband was like you're so it's right it's such a gift to live with jackie not only is she so hilarious yeah and opinionated and smart and outspoken but she also gives amazing advice it's true yeah he did say that and and then ben to which ben
0: responded <laughs> yeah no i feel the exact same way living with claudia is the best because like one she makes such a nice home and she like thinks of all the things that i would never think of like rebuying paper towels and i just come home every day without blinking like i live in a nice place with nice things and nice furniture in a well-maintained home and i really appreciate that on top of you know her being the coolest funniest you know most amazing smart genius girl i've ever met
1: and i didn't want him to you know know that i overheard but i did and you know zach's phone he was accidentally facetiming me and i heard ben say and to live with a such a comedian yeah. it's like I'm always laughing. And that's so funny because
0: to which Zach
1: responded, <laughs> um, no, I know
0: exactly what you mean. Like, you know, Jackie maybe doesn't get as much credit for Claudia because Claudia is so annoying. But Jackie's like so funny. And Ben was like, no, I totally agree. Like, we're so lucky. That's, wow. what, that's just how I heard the conversation. And I might have miss her. Don't quote me on it. And then it.
1: they were also just saying like, and how fortunate are Bruno and Theo to have yeah. moms like Claudia and Jackie. And Yes. That and was then, really nice to And then to that say. prompted
0: Ben to say, <laughs> Um, yeah and it's like when Claudia wanted to get a dog like I didn't even want to get a dog your husband yeah oh, yeah and, I, and Claudia like forced me to get this dog and like now I pretend like it was all my idea and like Theo likes me better when I know like for sure like Bruno I mean Theo definitely likes Claudia better as she should because if I was Theo I would like Claudia better because she's a genius and she's beautiful and stunning and smart and to which Sack said <laughs>
1: ditto <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah but don't quote me I'm just paraphrasing
1: yeah so anyways we can understand how Jordan McGraw might be feeling right now no but He just said the luckiest man in the world. That
0: literally like spiraled off so hard. But what I meant to say is like, I just feel like Morgan Stewart's like so interesting. And I feel like she doesn't open up to a lot of people. Do you know what I mean? So So to to be be
1: hidden at her her most trusted confidant. Yeah, to be
0: like the guy she opens up to and then also like get to father a child with her. Like (sighs)
1: some people are just born lucky.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Truly. Oh my God. I'm really happy for her. And she looked really pretty. Yeah. She's just so elegant.
1: So elegant. And I also feel like we all saw her wedding her first wedding that was like you know the wedding and it was televised and it it couldn't have been bigger and more beautiful and she had all of those things and it's like at the end of the day you realize those things don't matter because that does not a happy marriage make right so I just think this is a wonderful display of love I agree true love true love what's that Mm, Hold on, Mm.
0: I don't know but it's like a song it's like you're
1: a a true friend it's giving me that vibes that I don't even know what song I was singing. (laughs) Maybe it's an original.
0: It's a jumping off point.
1: It is. Okay, you guys. Do you know what I'm singing?
0: It's a David Archuleta and Hannah Montana song, right? I don't I'm think that's gonna... the song. What's the David? Remember when David Archuleta yeah, did a cameo on... It was. Um, it wasn't it's that funny. Good. How the word cameo has like changed so much over time. Yeah, because if I said David Archuleta did a cameo, you would think he sent a video to your friend for her
1: birthday. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, he did. I want to know you. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. Oh, oh, can't remember oh. anyone's name. <laughs> Remembers every Whoa, Hannah Montana
0: oh, lyric oh, since seventh grade. Oh. oh. Whoa. Oh. When I saw you over there, I didn't mean to stare, but my mind was everywhere, I want to know you. I could guess that you're the kind to say what's on your mind, and some when I have something to show you. You smile in the crowd, you stand out in the crowd, you make the best of every situation. Correct me if I'm, I'm wrong, wrong, I'm present and you're strong, and am here for the perfect combination. whoa, 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 I want to know you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. (laughs) I left left you hanging for one second. I want to go there. Where you go? I want to find out what you know. Maybe someday down the road, I'll sit back and say to myself, that I thought so. So that obviously wasn't what I, I was singing. So. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the true
1: love song I was singing, but I'm glad we had that moment. Wait, hold on. I just do want to find there is a Hannah song that starts with true. True love. I don't know what song I'm trying to think of right
0: now. I'm thinking it's maybe true not a, song. You're no, got, a True friend. No, of course. Of course. True friend. Ah, you are here till the end. 2 3 you put yeah. me your when something's <laughs> me now, and I'm into the, the night. night. Tell me to pretend you're a true. <laughs> Okay, still not
1: the song I was singing, but it's okay. Okay, should I just search true love? I don't know if it's Hannah Montana. It's There's just... a song with Pink and Lily Allen. There's Ariana Grande. There's Dove Cameron. It's Jordan Fisher above. did a ballad version. True then, love. Then Dove and Jordan did a duet. By the way, duet. so you know what?
0: Anyone listening to the podcast, if you know what song this is, just like hit me up. True love. I don't even know what I'm singing anymore. Like, yeah. Now it's just an original.
1: Okay. True love by Claudia. So, that's Oshre. the worst
0: thing to happen. By Claudia Ashray. That's like naming your band, Claudia Ashray. I'm sh- so. S- I was so shook up by yesterday's episode, and I got a lot of feedback from the Rascal Flats situation. I just think I want to say two things. One, um, I think a lot of people thought that in the episode yesterday, I was finding out for the first time that the band Rascal Flats is named for the band, not the person. And no, that I already knew that. My shock, and I think I found the source of the shock was that my whole life since since finding out that Rascal Flats was the name of the band not the guy I just always thought the name Rascal was a name like a common name and now I'm realizing I was probably confusing it with Randall
1: or Pascal no I don't think so <laughs> <laughs> okay are you ready for our next story? It's some sure. really interesting, sure, amazing sure, content. Sure. The Kardashians will be going to Hulu in 2021. Okay, this is weird. Like, I, first of all, we totally
0: predicted that they were going to a streaming service. I just didn't think it was going to be Hulu.
1: Yeah, I think because Hulu's like, no offense, kind of losery. I or, could not or, agree it more. was until the Kardashians. And by the way, by the time they have the Kardashians on, they need to figure out their playback situation yes, and not ma'am. leaving you hanging in the middle of an episode. Yes, ma'am. Get um, your user navigability so up. I do, I think that due to the, Current state of loseriness of Hulu, they want, they had the most to gain from getting the Kardashians, and so they ponied up to the bar. Yeah, no, also, this is ob- any streaming service would be lucky to have
0: the Kardashians. It was a money thing. Whoever gave them the most money is where they were going, and Hulu obviously gave them the most
1: money. Yeah, and Hulu is a part of Disney. So oh, they yeah, had ABC. the money to spend, and this was. Um, announced during Disney's Investor Day on Thursday. No, I mean, it's
0: great for us. We're getting more Kardashian content. Unfortunately, I, like, I will have to spend more time on Hulu um, in the future, which is just upsetting because as we talk about all the time here, it's just not – you watch on Apple TV? Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's just – I don't know what it's like on other, like,
1: Google Chrome or Roku, but it is just not a user-friendly experience, like, by any means. Yeah. And, and I just want to um, explain the issue that I'm having, yeah. in case anyone works for Hulu Tech so i 'll be watching a show the Bold type and I'm say i 'm in season i 'm on episode five, and I leave get a snack. Yeah. whatever my Hulu exits out fine because I took a long time, maybe it was a meal, and I come back and i 'm like resume watching and i 'm at season i 'm on episode four at the beginning yeah no, i 'm not where I was yeah they don 't have a good memory
0: I agree there 's just something off about like if you should be able to like pause your TV temporarily on Hulu without having to like literally take ten minutes to get back to where you are, and more often than not it 's just so. Um, all over the place for me on Hulu. So they're going to need to figure that out like ASAP. Mm-hmm. But really happy the Kardashians legacy will live on in TV now in the streaming wars. And the streaming wars just got even more interesting. I mean, every week it's another thing, you know, competition benefits the consumer. And here we are just consuming it all. And it honestly, I was saying before, like I could have been born in any time. And I'm so glad to be alive in the same time as Taylor Swift and the streaming wars. Like, and the Kardashians.
1: Yeah. Yes, and the streaming wars. I would love to know what the paycheck was, but that information was not disclosed, but maybe it will be one day. I mean, we can guess. If you think about it, like,
0: what's their value? Streaming services pay, they overpay. Mm -hmm. So, like, Matthew, no, not Matthew, Adam Sandler got $300 million to do, like, what, like six movies for Netflix. Ryan Murphy and, like, his whole crew, they got also, like, $300 million to do a bunch of TV shows. So I think the Kardashians are worth at least that.
1: Yeah, I agree. I wonder how many seasons they're going to plan to do. I'm just so excited. And of what? Like, Like, are they all getting their own show? No, I feel like it's just going to be keeping up under a different name unless they own the name, which they probably don't. And they're going to keep doing what they're doing. Maybe there'll be changes. Like, first of all, I think maybe they'll have, like, bigger budgets. Yeah. And... Maybe there'll be no commercials. Like maybe the length, maybe the format might be different. Yeah. So I think it's all I wonder good. what it'll be
0: titled. It's definitely not going to be able to be keeping up. It might
1: just be the Kardashians because that's what people call it anyway. Oh, that's true.
0: Um, also, now this leaves uh, a lot up in the air as it pertains to E because... For, like, the last, like, five years, E! has just been, like, a network that can't get it right in terms of programming. But they always had Kardashians on, and that was always the backbone. Even the Kardashian spinoffs, like, that always made E! like, a respectable network. But now, there's no more Lady Gang, no more Busy Phillips, like, no more
1: Kardashians. Every It's like, so nice of you to include Busy Phillips in there.
0: I wasn't including in... That wasn't a list of, like, good ones. I was just saying, like, programming that's been let, go, like, let go recently. Yeah. But Lady Gang was excellent. They should have kept Lady Gang. Um, yeah, so busy. Now the Bradshaw bunch, I'm sure that'll get canceled any minute now. So now it's, like, the WWE <laughs> channel. Yeah. Because it's, like, all the different spinoffs of Total Divas.
1: Yeah. And then, like, Daily Pop Nightly Pop.
0: Yeah, and by the way, Daily Pop is the crown jewel of, and Nightly Pop, they're the crown jewels of A. Like, but now without the Kardashians, like, they're really going to need to step it up. Mm-hmm. So Some more family reality shows, and like they're just trying such weird things, like this Kevin Kevin Hart's Subway game night.
1: What is yeah, that? I don't know. I haven't tuned it's like in. Like a Zoom TV Have show. Have you watched the Bradshaw Bunch? No, but I actually feel like I would like it. I feel like it's probably good.
0: Oh, also, I don't know if it's a story, but you see, Ellen has Corona.
1: I, I saw, and it's not a story. Yeah, she's just not having a good year. I mean, nobody is, but Ellen specifically. But at least she's having a bad year, like from her mansion. Totally. Um, in more streaming wars news, because Disney was just like dropping so Bombs many left and right announcements yesterday. Amy Adams is set to star in an enchanted sequel called Disenchanted for Disney Plus. Cute. I mean she that movie that's now on Disney Plus with her and Jillian Bell, what's it called? It's not her, it's Isla Fisher and it's called Godmother, but it is so similar and that is just what I was gonna say. But it's similar just like Nobody, no crime, and, and church bells. Like they're similar, inspired. and I and I like them both. And they're inspired. Like it's inspired, but yes, because Isla Fisher and Amy Adams look so similar, and now Isla Fisher's in a role that's like so enchanted. I just assumed it was Amy Adams. Yeah, no, it's literally that movie is Enchanted 2020 version. And I guess we're getting Disenchanted next year, which I'm excited about. That movie Enchanted was so fucking good. I hope James Marsden is still in it. It was such a great concept, and the music like slapped.
0: Ah, I just have to say, if there's a rest. For, like, a decent movie, you know, there's budget, whatever, all these little recipes. As long as you have a pinch of James Marsden, your movie's a hit.
1: A hundred percent.
0: He made that hairspray reboot, or not reboot. Oh, he left like, it all at the Courtney Corny, Show. Courtney left it all on the dance floor, and it was it's inspiring as you know, a Phil. What do you. Uh, a thespian myself. It's inspiring and he really just did the most on that movie. Yeah.
1: No, he he's really great always. He was
0: great and dead to me. He's just like an amazing actor who I feel like doesn't get as much work as he should. You know what I
1: mean? I, I completely agree. So handsome, too. So handsome. And sings and dances. He does, he does it the all. most. He does, does the most. Also, I didn't even realize this, but Enchanted had earned three Oscar nominations in the Best Original Song category. Oh, wow. For Happy Ro- Working Song, So Close, and That's How You Know. Oh, my God. I'm the, so
0: embarrassed. I have something to say.
1: You've never seen it?
0: I've never seen Enchanted.
1: Oh, my God. Treat yourself. This I weekend. I will. I'm sorry. Alan Minkin worked on the soundtrack, oh. so you know it's good. Yeah. Um, wow. I might watch it also. There is was, that where she, like, leaves the fairyland oh, and lands in New York? Yes. And also, there is a song that Carrie Underwood sings, Ever, ever the after. I actually know that song. Oh, my God. The soundtrack is so good. I'm going to treat myself this weekend okay, to watching that. Enchanted. And then Disenchanted will I kind be of have a
0: busy...
1: Oh, my God. I'm having a
0: stroke. I kind of have a busy weekend. Do you? No.
1: I think Theo would love Enchanted.
0: I think he would too. You know, he loves a musical.
1: He does. You know, Bruno still hasn't seen Greatest Showman. Wow. I know. He's missing out. He is missing out. Is it time for the fifth and final? It's time for the fifth and final story.
0: But is it the fifth and final story brought to you by Alka Glam? Yes. Do you find yourself going through facial mists and not seeing a difference in your skin? Is your skin feeling dry midday? Yes, all the time. Are constantly buying facial mists to set up your makeup and refresh your skin and the cost of repurchasing throughout the year adding up? Yes. I mean, I have. I love the idea of a facial mist, but either they're so crazy expensive or they literally do nothing and they have like really toxic like chemicals in them. It's really hard to find a good balance. Until AlkaGlam. They convert your distilled water into a mineral facial mist within 20 seconds, packed with magnesium, zinc, turmeric and vitamin C. It gives you an instant radiance and supple skin within 20 seconds. It can be, it can also be refilled for an entire year. So what does Alka Glam do? Their technology is clinically tested to reduce redness, accelerate wrinkling, excessive, dryness, and enlarged pores, and bring out colors in makeup. It's super easy to use. Just fill up the Alka Glam with distilled water and shake, and you activate all the ingredient tablets that release into the water for the entire year once the water is depleted. Just refill it again with distilled water. It's so easy to use. I used it, and it was like crazy genius. Like, I I couldn't believe that this is the first type of thing on the market. Um, And it's fabulous, and I love the idea of a facial mist, but just sometimes the ones that I've tried are just... Unfortunately, nothing of the sort, but thanks to Alkalam, you have a facial mist that's everything of the sort. Alka Glam became the winner of this year's big find on HSN and sold out over seven times on air. Check out the fantastic reviews on hsn.com and use the promo code toast for 15% off your order on AlkaGlam.com and it ships just in time for Christmas. That's A-L-K-A-G-L-A-M.com promo code toast for 15% off. Give the gift of radiant skin with a revolutionary product that lasts all year long. Use promo code toast for 15% off your order.
1: Love it. Okay, fifth and final story. Jenny Slate is pregnant. She is expecting her first baby with her fiancé, who is an artiste. Ben. Okay, I'm having... um, I
0: know every time we talk about Jenny Slate... I know it goes down this role of the Chris's. So Jenny Slate is the wife from Polka King. Yes. Amongst other things, but that's what I remember her from. And she briefly dated Captain America. Yes. Okay, and Captain America... (laughs) Wait, let me just... um, Two for two. Let me try three. Captain America's name... Is Chris Evans. Yes. Woohoo!
1: We're, we're learning getting so it only good. took us
0: three years. And we're getting
1: so good. So she's pregnant. She's pregnant. She that announced was. it on um, Late Night with Seth Meyers. And late she's Night also with one of the Jimmies. With, yeah, Late Night at night. And um, she's engaged too. Fabulous. So just very exciting exciting news. No, everyone's been getting it on in quarantine. And now we're seeing the fruits of our labor,
0: literally. Literally. You shall bear fruit. I love a little bebe bebe news. It just hits
1: different, like in twenty twenty, you know. Yeah, and you know, speaking of bebe news, there were a lot of bebes running around last night's episode of Southern Charm.
0: There were Pringles bebes. Oh, the kids, the kids bebes. The kids, they were they're not not bebes. No, they're children. They're 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 campers. They're They're campers. Yeah. Um. All right. So, TV recap: Southern Charm was on last night, and I caught up on last week's episode too. And I have to say, it was a fabulous episode. For many reasons. One, because there was, like, really a vulnerable moment between Austin and Madison. Like, that was real as fuck. Like, yeah. that was not staged. Like, and that was really crazy. And then, two, I feel like every, um, pretty much every show that was filmed this year is covering coronavirus and the Black Lives Matter movement. And I found both of those particularly interesting in Southern Charm specifically because Charleston is, like, this old Southern town. And... I guess what was going on in Charleston was so different COVID-wise than what was going on here. Yeah. Because everything seems so much more relaxed and it's like, for us, it was so crazy so fast. But then you forget, like, that was a few places, but not everywhere like in March
1: where literally no one could leave your house. Yeah no a lot of cities and I think they had said this two weeks ago in Southern Charm like some cities hadn't really been hit yet by COVID when they shut down so they didn't understand as much like what the enormity of it I Mm -hmm. feel and you can feel that sort of energy from some of the cast members. And yeah, it did affect how they were able to open up and whatnot. So it is interesting to see how people in different cities like experienced shutdowns. And it's completely polar opposite from what we were dealing with here. It looked fabulous. Like they were at the beach. Yeah, no. And it also, even OC, I felt like was more, well, I guess because California was more similar to New York. Yes. But it, it is interesting how like, so I think it's Real Housewives of Atlanta, Real Housewives of Orange County and Southern Charm are all sort of like... Filming Filming. from June right now. And we're all in the same time period, but seeing how everyone is handling it differently. And and I really am finding it interesting.
0: Yeah. And then as it pertains to the Black Lives Matter movement, I thought it was really interesting to see what was going on in Southern Charm. One, because Charleston is, it's like old Southern town. And two, you know, these... um, People on the show like do have roots in like American John Calhoun, essentially. So I thought that the part about taking down the statue, I like, I just thought that was fascinating. And I thought Bravo had like amazing footage of like this historic moment. And it actually like had chills at one point. And I thought it was like really well done. And like just like the conversations being had around it and like Leva and her group of friends and Danny, like because I just caught up on two weeks ago as well. I thought it was like really like a very like interesting and also educational.
1: It's very educational. It inspired me to like learn more about John John Calhoun. Calhoun. A lot of stuff that I didn't know. And I was... I just know him as like one of the guys on the Declaration
0: of Independence. Yeah.
1: And I was reading about his legacy, and it said I was as I was watching the episode, which hadn't, which was I watched it like thirty minutes late, and it said the removal of his statue was featured on episode five of season oh, seven of Southern Wikipedia? Charm. So, like Southern Charm is really like a part of history, history now.
0: I thought it, it was in the Wikipedia. Yeah, I thought it was so cool, and I really enjoyed it. And you know what? I feel like as it pertains to Catherine, she was like in this situation where she claims she didn't use this emoji to, you know, be racist, and I just feel like she's acting like it's really not a big deal when it is especially if you remember like the climate in June like things were just so different than they are now and I feel like she was under so much fire like she got fired from Gwen's. is that what it's called? Gwyn's yeah. Gwyn's. Um, I feel like she really should have used that opportunity to speak out like she's Probably the most well-known descendant of John Calhoun, right? Yeah. And for a while, she went by Catherine Calhoun Dennis. She doesn't go by that really anymore. She's Catherine Dennis now. So I feel like she it was could have been like a really cool opportunity for her to like speak out about it because her voice carries weight in Charleston, especially as it pertains to John Calhoun. But she's just like messy. Like I don't know yeah. what's going on with no, her. No, I don't
1: know what's going on with her. And then like the whole thing about how this has like become a fight between her and Danny, I wasn't totally understanding. Me neither, because she had that Facetime with
0: Leva, and I thought Leva um did like i'm sure leva did not want to speak to her like after all this drama but i thought leva was like really mature with her and like very straightforward and like not confrontational but just direct but then leva like went into that directness about danny and it's like why are we equating, like, the Danny situation with the emoji situation? Like, we're acting like they're one thing, and they're not. Right. And Danny's man. Uh, by the way, Danny has ground to stand on. Like, Catherine is honestly not, not a, a good friend. friend. And Danny is not only a, de- a good friend, but she's, like, above and beyond for years. Like, when they were going back to all those clips, she's... Oh, and so, Kat, uh, Danny is 100% validated in feeling like you're going through something, and, like, you're not even going to reach out to me, and, like, I reached out to you. Like, I totally get it. But I just feel like they're acting like these two things are, like the reason they're equal reasons as to why we're mad at Catherine but it's like no one is up here and like one's down here
1: yes you know yes I agree and but I did understand what level was saying it's like you can't control what other other people think about you people that you don't know but yep. like what you can work on is like the people who know you and love you and, and you're you not respect. even like tending to those relationships so I understood like what, the transition. where she was coming from but like yeah the transition yeah but I agree with you that it didn't feel like these two things are... Equal. E- equal as to why everyone is, like, upset with Catherine. Even Chef Two was, like, being, like, making it about Danny when it's, yeah. like, this isn't about Danny. It's almost like some p- people are, like, trying to skirt
0: around the conversation around Catherine and, like, what she meant by that emoji, you know? Yeah. Um Also... I read a tweet last night that I thought was like a fabulous idea because honestly, like so many people are spending time at their homes and Leva's house is literally nicer than everyone else's house combined. Like she's, she's so successful. We need a Vanderpump Rules at Republic. Like isn't that a good idea?
1: Yes, that's an amazing idea. Amazing
0: idea. I can't take credit for it. Like I saw someone tweet it because I love to read tweets about like the Bravo shows because I never know like if I'm feeling like alone or like... If how I'm feeling is unique, you know. Yes. So uh, that was just a great idea I wanted to put out there because Love Is House is so nice. Like they're obviously very successful.
1: Yeah. Um. So yeah, actually, I thought it was a really great, like very well rounded. Oh, but then I also, Pringle, I even liked how they, um, were filming like. Uh through quarantine. the windows, like they had everyone had their headphones in, but everyone 's wearing mics, so the audio's good everyone 's on the phone and we can see two people it 's almost like they 're having a conversation. Yep. I preferred that to the zoom stuff no by the way, and the
0: zoom stuff was very high quality compared to what we just watched on o c It was literally
1: like. Android versus iPhone 12. Right, but it really shows like the different production companies yes. and, and their creativity and their ability. around COVID filming. 100%. I just want to give a shout out to Craig because I thought he did such a good job on HSN. which was too. so cute. And I just, once again, like my disdain for Patricia knows no bounds. Like she was being so fucking rude and condescending about like, for Craig, this is a major accomplishment. For anyone, this is a major accomplishment. And like she was just like comparing it to her. Like get out of here. Who even knew you had a line of plates? No. And like and uh, chinchilla shawls.
0: But she was on Trap and Live afterwards and she did kind of backtrack on it being like, oh, I have his pillows in my garden. Like she, she's, I just, I don't ride for Patricia like at all. Conceptually, I think having, you know, this woman on the show just literally makes no
1: sense. And she's always stirring the pot on like the wrong side. Yeah, I really feel like so much of what Southern Charm was for so many years was just like the the men, like this boys club and they were just like so unfair to the women and I feel like Patricia has like allowed so many of those guys to get away with that behavior yeah you know yeah so the other part of the episode that I thought was really interesting was this love triangle
0: between Pringle Austin and Madison and for so long like I really rode for Austin and Madison like I believed in their love but quarantine it really does change people and like you put everything in perspective and it's like Madison spent quarantine like spending quality time with her kid like homeschooling him like trying to you know keep her business afloat. Whereas like, Austin's running around town getting drunk, which, you know what? That's, I'm not judging. Like, do you? But it's like, these two people are not meant to be in a relationship. Like, they're just really not on the same wavelength. Yeah. And it's sad because I was a stan. And And I'm, but now that John Pringle's in the picture, I'm just like, I'm ready to let Austin go.
1: And it's like, it really feels like Madison and Austin like love each other like I'm sure when they're together having dinner like they're having the best time you yeah. know they enjoy each other's personalities and and company but it is a bummer that their lifestyles are just not compatible yeah
0: and I feel like they've tried to ignore that for two years and now in COVID it's not ignorable
1: yeah um I'm still on the fence about Pringle oh like, my god no I he love he just like him. showed up and so we're supposed to like him but he has to like he's got to work a little harder he's funny he's
0: cute and he loved like he loved Madison from like I just like someone who like knows what they want. He's like Catherine liked him. I remember he made out with Catherine. He was like not interested. He saw Madison and he's not stopped trying to pursue her since then. And it's like that is a mature man. Like I just love him. He asked her out on a date. He has two kids. His kids are so cute. And he was like being so cute making them sausage with egg and cheese. He's, like they're so cute. They're so That the younger one is so cute. Like I just that is the type of guy after watching Madison be in this like silly relationship for two years. This is the type of guy she should be with. Yeah. I'm just not getting the vibe that she likes him, like, at all.
1: I know. But I do like the idea, like, that like, Hunter could join their bunk. And yeah. And they could just be it the It would cutest, be a merging of the bunks. The cutest campers. It'd be
0: so stinking cute. So stinking cute. So I'm actually really enjoying Southern Charm. Yeah. I think of all, like, and it really is, like, not fun to, like go back in these tv shows to march like it's so depressing but southern charm i found to be the least depressing honestly well they
1: skipped through like the worst months yeah that's like true march they're going and really April. slow
0: in oc yeah
1: like intentionally it's like no southern charm did they skipped to the spring when things started to open, open like, back up yeah we can do that yeah. you don't need to see how you were like cooking and you know what we saw in your instagram stories yeah totally
0: um so yeah i'm very much enjoying it and that's all i have to say anything yes yeah,
1: really good stuff
0: you have anything you want to add before we wrap up? I'm just gonna plug my book. Girl with no slash book. We are six weeks away, people. Six and it would I would weeks. love if you could pre-order my book. It is available for pre-order as an audiobook, as an ebook, and of course a hardcover book you can order online from Amazon, Barnes and Noble, any indie bookstores, Audible. If you just go to girl with no slash book for US and Canadians, all the links are there for Amazon Canada, Indigo, Apple Books. Just please check it out. Girl with no slash book. We're trying to get into the airports. I need good pre-sale numbers, so they'll put me at the front of the airport. Hudson News. Here here I come.
1: Love it. And if you love books, you'll love the Redheads. Check out the Redheads <laughs> book club. New episode just dropped. It's really good stuff and then follow us and you know, we're always giving book recs and chatting with book lovers. I heard the reviews are in for the most recent episode and their rave. Really? You yeah. heard that? I, did, I, did, I didn't even
0: go looking for that information. Wow. It just truly slid across my desk. Whoa. Yeah. We love to see it. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the Millennium Morning Show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, Castbox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, the Morning Toast, and leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. We hope you have an amazing day, amazing weekend, stay safe, and we will see you on Monday for our final week of shows before Christmas break and Hanukkah break. Happy Hanukkah, everyone. Happy
1: Hanukkah, Festival of Lights. Goodbye. Goodbye,
0: <laughs> out the play. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs>